All right, you got a lot of fucking explaining to do. <laughs> this is the Irrelevant Illiterate Podcast, episode five. Do you Point want me- five. Do you want me to explain it? Well, this should have been done yesterday, but it wasn't. Why? Well, you see. Tell them where we were going. We went to the CC Outlaws house to. The, the Outlaw Compound. Mm-hmm, the Outlaw Compound, that's right. To write some music and finish up a couple songs. And we were like, ah, or I rather was like, hey, while we're there, let's record a pod in the compound, you know, as you do. And then, you know, I packed up my, uh, I packed up my, my little, little, little goat bag with my podcast stuff and I made sure all the cables were in there, headphones were in there Mm -hmm. as you do. And then I had the thought, I was like, oh wait, me and Dennis are going to be using handheld mics. So I took the mics that were in there out. And when I did that, I also took out. Then the only thing that you need to record a podcast, which is this thing. A sense of whimsy? A podcast recorder. I took it out, and I forgot to put it back in the bag. So, unbeknownst to me, when we went to sit and record this, the box was not there. Had all my shit. I had my little, my little... Silly, my my silly little phone stand, my little ga- uh, the, the Game Boy as we call it, <laughs> to record to record the video. Game Boy Color, <laughs> but I did not have the recorder. So, the first of your crimes was making me put on clothes after <laughs> I got got home to go out and do things, and then not actually letting me do the things that I planned to do. Yeah, that's that's on me. I apologize and for that. The worst offense of all is you made me look foolish in front of the outlaw. <laughs> I mean, my whole purpose to go to the outlaw compound is to get accepted and be become one of his gang. <laughs> to become an outlaw. No, 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 no. There's only one outlaw. Okay. But I wanted to be an associate of the outlaw. Um, and you just fucking greatly hindered me. In my quest, I I really I apologize because I really set you back. Yeah, <laughs> I could at least been a ne'er do well by now, <laughs> but now I'm just some fucking butts. Could you see the appointment in his outlaw eyes? He's just. Mm. I thought what really clicked for me was I saw not just apathy in his eyes, his his dead emotionless eyes, yeah. but. I think it clicked in his head that that meant we would be leaving sooner than we would have been. That's probably why he was excited. And he was like, "Oh, okay." So he tried to, he tried his best to hide his excitement. Do you understand that like as long I've known that guy for a while now. I've been playing music with him for a couple of years now. I've never seen emotion in his face. <laughs> the first time I've ever seen emotion come out of him was yesterday and that emotion was disappointment. <sighs> Ellie, it cut, dude. Come here. If you're going to make noise, come be on camera and be cute. Come here. Here's another episode of me babbling while Tom yells at his dog. You fucking zero. (laughs) What? Also, so you got a huge beef with fat people, we discovered the other day. I forgot. What's that that all about? I forgot. Why do you hate us fatties? I I couldn't say that I do. I think that's that's fake news. (laughs) I was talking to you about... This beautiful plus size porno- pornographic actress named fucking Pinky. 
Uh, and Vic- and Miss Victoria Cakes. And you were just like, ew, chubbo wubbo, <laughs> grossy wosy. And then you smack my tits and push me down. And eh, this is wrong, by the way. No, dude, this totally happened. <laughs> this did not happen. You took Miss Cake's name in vain. I would never. And then you just smacked my fanny, called me names, and pushed me down. That's Mrs. Cake's to you. <laughs> I'll never get to meet her either. I'll never get to impress the outlaw. I'll never get to meet Mrs. Cake's because of your hatred and forgetfulness. This is the opposite of true. You, I w- <laughs> you hate well, Tom hates fatties, dude. I don't know, man. That's why he's got to fucking be all, all in with his fucking little triathlons, <laughs> you know, because he doesn't want to fucking get lowered into the depths of fatness. <laughs> you fucking no, I'm 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 only, I only present as healthy. You got to open up your heart and let the sunshine in, dude. On, on the inside, I'm a, I'm a chubbo. Shut the fuck up. You don't know the struggle. No, I don't because I struggle to maintain like somewhat of an okay image of myself and that's, <laughs> that's that's hard but inside i'm a fatty i'm a fatty bombatty oh yeah you're a fatty inside in my heart i saw you yesterday eating a bag of dried tostito chips it's true while driving no dipping sauce whatsoever and you call yourself a fatty driving is the operative you're eating one at a time uh-huh fat people don't eat any kind of chip one at a time Safely, we fistful that shit and get as much in our mouth so we can do the maximum chew. Now I don't start chewing them until I have a good number of them in my mouth. But while driving, you gotta pick That's your balance. Efficient, dude. You got well. You're probably the kind of dude that gets like a fun size Snickers and bites it in half. Ew, Snickers. I see you do that shit, man. No way. Get that little tiny thing. Just don't just pop in your mouth like a normal human being would. You should be like, <laughs> if I'm choosing a candy bar. I'm getting either Reese's Sticks or maybe a Nerd's oh, Rope. I don't care. Oh, God. Suddenly you're better <laughs> than my candy. Fuck. Fuck you, too. You're going to come at... <laughs> you're going to fucking just talk bad about my way of life. I didn't. This is lies. And the most beautiful women in, in acting there ever was. Shout out to Miss Cakes. <laughs> you said she had the ashiest butt cheeks you've ever seen that is- in the world. <laughs> and it looked like she'd been sitting on a chalkboard... And I was like, Tom, no, that's not cool. <laughs> and you're like, I don't care. You and your tribe of fucking jelly-titted freaks can get the fuck out, dude. I stand by what I said. Then I, you would, me I would a, never besmirch Victoria Cakes. Then you called me a buffet molester. <laughs> and, you didn't, and then you pushed me and my mom down on the floor. I've never And said, that's what you get, tubbos. I've never even seen your mom. <laughs> Oh, great. So now that's another woman that's just not seen by the patriarchy. Well. Ugh. You disgust me, dude. <laughs> Fucking, you're just gross, dude. You don't know about fatness, dude. You just don't know. So uh, what's up with your boy, dude? This one? No, your boy, man. Which one? Mr. West, Kanye. Oh, you know, he's going through some things. <laughs> this is going to be a completely... This will be dated by the time this comes out, but Whatever. it's still funny. All my references are like 20 years old anyway. Who <laughs> gives a fuck? We were talking about starter jackets 20 minutes ago. That's true. <laughs> Shout out to the Charlotte Hornets teal. <laughs> but back to Mr. West, Mr. Yeezy. That's him, right? Or is that? Yay. Yay. Whatever. Fucking who cares? <laughs> I think what he did was great. Everything he said <laughs> was fantastic. 
And I absolutely love it when people of his level of stardom have these kinds of episodes, outbursts, and shit like that. They make me so fucking happy just because I like to see the looks on the faces of their fans while they think in their heads, all right, how can I justify this so I can still listen to this music? They're having and a complete it's fucking... so fucking good. <laughs> they have a complete fucking meltdown and their their truest of true fans will do the craziest gymnastics to justify ah. still liking them. It's All the funny. people that told me, like, you know, you don't like rap music, but he's just such a genius. He's the greatest producer of our time. I'm like, oh, yeah? Is after he goes to Death Con? <laughs> you know, like, if he's such a genius, how did he not know it was Death Con? I mean, Jesus. Jesus, if you would. <laughs> if you would. <laughs> if you would. But, dude, just the shit he was saying, like, uh, and, like, he just kept doubling down, doubling down. And I think my the one that made me laugh hardest was when he said uh, uh, George Floyd was died of fentanyl. Of fentanyl. God. And I'm just like. <laughs> There's a video. I'm like, here's one. <laughs> let's, let's see his fucking, his fans back this shit up. He died on camera? Yeah. I'm like, this is so fucking <laughs> I'm, good. I'm by no means laughing at that. Like, I'm laughing at yay. I like you don't understand how elated I was when Morrissey just started saying oh a bunch of racist God. and fucked up shit. Yes, he did. And then watching all these people that are you know like I hate to use the term, but you know they're a little snowflakey, <laughs> just justifying like keeping like the records in their collection and shit. I'm like, this is fucking great. People I know, yeah, went and saw him recently. Yeah, and I'm like, what's what's missing here? I know people with Morrissey tattoos. I'm just like, that's a great tattoo you got there. You were really great, right? <laughs> I, like, I can't believe you're fucking shocked that some English soccer holy would have said some racist things. Like, oh my god, it's so shocking. Is it? <laughs> well, what's that? What's that cause called that he, he believes in? One Britain or something? Yeah. Oh god. And that's why I'm like, people are like shocked about this shit Kanye's saying. I'm like, have you not been following this guy for the last decade? <laughs> He says the most says and does the most off the wall shit ever that I'm conscious like oh I can't wait to see what he fucking does next. Ever since his mom died, he's been whoosh, off the rails, dude. I think he's that's he's the kind of off the rails that he's, you're kind of like it's always been that way. Oh yeah, he was definitely headed for a, a meltdown, but like there was no coming back after she died. Like people still fuck with R. Kelly. They actually do. You know when he was going pee pee on little girls. That was people still fuck with Michael Jackson after they found out he was a diaper sniper, <laughs> and <laughs> and people are still gonna. Everybody's like, oh, like they're all these companies are like cutting ties with Kanye, and it's like it doesn't matter, dude. Oh, uh, it's it's funny. It's, it's his next it's, record's still gonna make millions and millions and millions. It's real good timing when Adidas cut their ties with them. They can't. They cut his contract <laughs> that day. You know how much their stock dropped the day before, seventeen percent. You know what Adidas stands for? Uh, All day I dream anti-Semitism. <laughs> Ironic that they would drop him then. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> I've been that for a while. That's why all those Russian dudes wear those tracksuits. Oh, the slobs. Yeah, dude. dude. You all right? All right. I have a little fucking wire mishap. It's probably those Jews that Kanye was talking about. Soros and his crew. Dude, seriously. Focus. We're having a podcast here. <laughs> You're worried about this guy. 
He's just standing there. Don't you want him to sit? No. He's having he's fucking loving life. He's he's paying attention to the pod more than you are. Well, he's paying attention to us. He's paying attention to me. You. I'm, I'm he's car- paying I'm carrying the show here, dude. Okay. Dude. Does your back hurt? <laughs> dude, look at it. Of course it does. <laughs> it's hurt ever since I hit puberty and got really fucking fat. Are you kidding me? <laughs> From carrying this show. Let's see you let's see you fucking carry three hundred and ninety nine pounds every <laughs> single day and be cool with life. Oh shit. Now his face is in my crotch. Actually, make me feel better, buddy. You're a good guy. See, he knows. He is, dude. So, yeah, everybody's like, "Oh, hey, Kanye's done. Kanye's Kanye is he's not, not done. done." The only reason R. Kelly is done is because he's in prison. If he was still out, he'd be fine. I mean, let's let's be very honest. His music is still going to be played at family reunions. Oh, absolutely. I mean, and even so, and he's still going to make like. He's still gonna make money off his songs. Yeah, they're all, they're all on, those roles. They're online shit. somewhere. They yeah, gotta be. Unless he's then he is like what wasn't he like functionally illiterate? Probably. And he's like getting money stolen by his fucking managers anyway. Ooh. Which is another thing I love to see. <laughs> if you get famous, don't fucking hire your boys to fucking run your shit because they were as broke as you were. Yeah, they're gonna steal your fucking money. Dane Cook. Yeah, seriously. Same thing. Well, he should have his money stolen so we can keep him off a fucking stage. He hired, his, he hired his brother. Now he's going to yell and get sweaty. <laughs> God, I don't know. <laughs> Me when I try to put shoes on. <laughs> oh, fucking Christ, dude. So um, I brought up my dream journal. What was it, last episode? Yeah, I think so. Scorch Porch. That's right. It's going to take off, I'm telling you. But uh, I had other shit. And it, none of it's funny. <laughs> but this is what this this is what this past week. Oh Jesus Christ! Excuse me. Enough with the sel- the seltzer burps. Christ Almighty, dude. Hey man, this is what I got. You ready for this? Oh yeah, I can't wait. First off, this is one I already told you about, so it's kind of. But I got to share with everybody else. It has no context around. It just says Dontrell cheesecake. <laughs> what I am assuming is a name I plan to take over at some point in time. I don't understand it. Me neither. And like, I don't remember why I wrote it. It was like, get up in the middle of the night to piss. You're pissing and you're just like, <laughs> so you write down what's making you laugh and then you go back to sleep and forget everything. Then you wake up and look at what you wrote. Next to it is Lime Scooter DUI. <laughs> Which I think is because I was having a conversation with my very good friend, Matthew, and we were discussing you know the fact that there's actually people out there in the world that collect boat DUIs collect yeah like there's dudes out there with like numerous like I have a cousin he's a he's a fucking junkie but he also loves his booze he's been given seven seven boat DUIs to the point that he is currently incarcerated because of them oh my god yeah boat DUIs so I just wrote down a line scooter DUI it's not funny but I wrote it down it is awfully silly. And the other thing I wrote down, which is also doesn't make any sense, but zookeepers probably have deep pussies. <laughs> oh, my God. Why? I don't know. <laughs> I just wanted to share my fucking dream journal with you. <laughs> you know, because instead of paying 180 a session to my psychiatrist, I was like, ah, fuck it. I'll share it with <laughs> fucking dead balls and see what he thinks about <laughs> Dontrell cheesecake and fucking zookeepers having deep pussies. I want to learn about Dontrell Cheesecake. I hope the thought comes back to me at some point 
so I can just like get his backstory, his origin. Yeah, we got to unpack Is he that. me? Am I him? Are we not related at all? Like, I just... I think if I ever were to do like pornography, that would probably be the name I'd go for. That's Don, a good-ass name. Dontrell Cheesecake. People are like, why would you pick that? I was like, well, my middle name's Dontrell, and I grew up on Cheesecake Street, so <laughs> that's why I came up with that shit. <laughs> Which is a perfect segue oh. into a new bit, dude. We discussed oh, this. I can't wait. There is a fabulous website that I'm sure tons of people have heard of. It's called imdb.com. It is the Internet Movie Database. You can find out information on any movie that was ever made. You know, a lot of people have heard of it. It's a great resource. You can but, find but, stuff as, as minuscule as, like, who was a grip on a movie. Yeah. And shit like that. It's or good. you can even find the movies that John Martello posts as his favorite <laughs> horror movies. And, you know, like, you know, hey, more than two people have heard of this, buddy. <laughs> but there is a, I call it a mirror site, but I think it's the superior of the two. It is the IAFD.com, which stands for the Internet Adult Film Database. And, oh, what a wormhole it is. <laughs> so, I got this bright idea, because I'm a sensation, that uh, I would look up a random person on this site, and I would bring them to you, and I would make you guess their backstory. That's the picture you sent and me the other day. the bit yeah. is called How... Do they party? So, this is the picture. I've got it right you here. You got it right there. Okay. Mm-hmm. Going by just way he looks. What do you think his name is? It's got to be a John. Mm-hmm. Kind if of. That's not, if it's not kind his of. acting name, it's definitely kind his of. given name. Kind of. His name mm. is Michael Morrison. Okay. Okay, but this is his list of John Michael. Eh. This is Michael Morrison's also known as. Because not only does it have your listing as an actor or actress, it also has all the other names you've gone by in pornography, which is surprising a lot for these people. Aliases? <laughs> these people. <laughs> so, Michael Morrison also goes by Dean Cristal. Michael Morrison with two R's and two S's. Michael Morrison with one R and one S. Michael Morris. Milt England. Mikhail Morrison, Milton Ingley, Jerry Hunt. Enough. Mike Morrison, Milton Ingle, Frankie, Michael Mensch, Milton Bradshaw, Johnny Morris, Milton Ingley, Milt Ingersoll, Uncle Milty, Milton Camp, and the Incredible Bulk. Enough with the names. So I ask you about Michael Morrison. How does he party? He looks like a classic hard-drinking beer guy. This is... Just by visual. What I mean by how does he party? Does he do heterosexual, homosexual, or both pornography? He absolutely does both. Before, you know, I give you the answer. Here's a couple... I've grabbed this from his, you know... His whole list, his credits. His yeah, his credits. Six to nine black style, nineteen eighty six limelight video. Ah, caramba. <laughs> Not I. Ah, a h ah, caramba. <laughs> All about Annette. All the king's ladies. Anal intruder five. Annals of history. The awakening of Emily. And let's go to the bottom of his list here. Wicked sensations one. Willie Wankers in the Fun Factory. Ooh. Working Girls, Working Overtime, X-Rated Bloopers 2, 
That could be an alternate name for the and pod. Triple X Bra Busters in the 1980s. So I ask you again, how does Michael Morrison party? He's got to do both. You are 100% wrong. He is a heterosexual man. Oh, man. As American as it gets. Well. But he dabbles in directing. So he is a man of many hats. Now, now that we've determined how he parties, which is strictly puss and a little bit of Heine adventures, is he alive? No, no way. Or is he dead? He's got to be dead. Okay, okay, okay. He is dead. Okay. He died December 22nd, 2006. How did he die? Um, car accident. Oh. Mm-mm. Boat accident? A guy named Uncle Milty. How do you think a guy named Uncle Milty died? Heart attack? The incredible bulk, dude. Heart attack. <clears throat> Michael Morrison, a.k.a. Milton Ingley. Go through the whole list again. <laughs> His favorite co- friend and co-star, Sharon Mitchell, in an interview to the AVN, says, Some say Milton grew tired of life. Diabetes had left him blind. He ate too much, lived too hard, and fucked a lot. Mm. Loved a lot, but laughed even more. Mm. For a man like that to be inactive is like a death sentence. So Milty just lived how we all want to live. Diabetic, blind, and fucking. Mm. Man, what a a blessing and a curse, baby. But yeah, sadly, we lost Michael Morrison. Not to be confused with Michael Morrissey, though maybe he hated people too. (laughs) We don't know. But yeah, so... If you guys ever want to have a treat, go to IAFD.com and go to the In Memoriam section. Oh, how you'll laugh. <laughs> oh, how you'll cry. But oh, how you'll grow. You'll pull on your heartstrings. You, dude, it, it fucking... I was actually looking up girls that I J.O.'d to when I first started watching pornography, which is my dad's porn tapes, which is always like 70s porn and shit, and like 95% of them yeah. were dead. And I didn't know whether to be creeped out by that or get harder. Because would you rather them, you know, like die to, at that age where they were still fuckable? Or do you want to let them to look like, you know, some leather skinned wallet? Retiree. With some some fucking leather wallet with fake tits. You know, it's like, mm. oh, it's, it's just sad but hilarious. Their fate is sealed, yeah. Yeah. So I will bring another actor or actress next week, but... This week we next week's in rendition yeah. of how do they party? How do they party? We'll get I, to the bottom, dude. I'll go through the whole fucking. I'll go through every listing on that site. One of these days, I'm gonna I'm gonna nail it too. You you kind of you, we nailed that he did only straight porn. No, I I, I guess both. Remember? Oh uh, yeah, you do suck, dude. <laughs> Damn, there's nothing you're good at. Yo, speaking of being fat, how come no matter how stale marshmallows get, they're still awesome? Marshmallows are the fucking worst. Are you out of your mind? Marshmallows let... Dude, marshmallows is an ingredient... All right. But whatever they're an ingredient of does all the heavy lifting. Ah, I'm talking about by themselves as a little little morsel. What? That's, you're wasting time. The time? I got all the time. I'm snacking. Then get a snack that has flavor. Marshmallow. Ugh. It's, it's sweet. Marshmallow stinks. You stinks. If you fucking put it with other shit, it's fine. Like, yeah, you put it on hot chocolate, it tastes like hot chocolate. You put it on a s'mores, 
It tastes like a chocolate bar and some graham crackers. It's fucking nothing, dude. Whatever, man. You don't know what you're talking about. Marshmallows can go fuck themselves. I, I'll go fuck them myself. Fucking good one, dude. <laughs> yeah, totally. Holy shit. <laughs> Out of the park with that one. Have you ever... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> have you have you ever eaten a raw s'more? Yeah, you're just eating a graham cracker, a piece of Hershey's, and a fucking marshmallow. Yeah, it's great. I love I love a raw. You s'more. are a bland motherfucker, dude. God damn, with your dry toastitos, eating just fucking Stay Puffs. Oh God. Have you ever heard of like? Oh, I don't know what to do with you, man. I I can't. You okay? Like, <laughs> That you'd probably just sit, you just probably sit around and just eat bread. I just fucking pull slices out of the bag and just go to town. When I was little, I would have a slice or two, but I wouldn't oh, eat it out of the bag. Christ, you probably even eat the end pieces that come with a loaf of bread. Nah, yeah, you do, dude. You probably oh, made man. a peanut butter and jelly sandwich strictly with the two end caps. Ew, that you, sounds awful. Yeah, I know, right? Why? Because I added peanut butter and jelly to it. When I when I just I, put the two ends together. <laughs> when I buy a loaf of bread, I throw them away, the ends. I don't fucking believe you. I believe you put them on a stick, roast <laughs> them over a fucking campfire, <laughs> and fucking just party that way. Aren't we having fun, guys? <laughs> Christ, what a shit snack the marshmallow is. Not all the time. Every once in a while. If it's added to something else, it's fine. It's fine. All right. If it wasn't for the s'more, that thing would just be the most missable thing in the entire world. Mm, whatever you say. I love them. Uh, you probably like coconut, too. Mm-hmm. I like a, like I like eating an actual coconut. It's good. No one does that. I don't, I don't like coconut-flavored things that much. So or you just actually, fucking no. pull out a big-ass hairy coconut and just start chowing down? You whack it with a hammer a few times, get some chunks of it. It's good. Who the fuck wants to eat with tools? <laughs> Everybody, you ever heard of a so knife I'm sure and fork? I'm Anybody seen my Allen wrench? You fucking zero. Oh, you ever heard of a knife and fork? Dude, we. Yeah, I'm not using it to eat fruit though. You use yes, you do. Why? To to put it on the end of a fork. What? You don't eat everything with your hands. Most fruits you do. Oh. Except what? for the shitty ones like coconuts and kiwis How? and pineapples. All right. They all can fucking go fuck themselves. They're shit. They're shit. I'm losing them. I'm losing them, guys. They're fucking shit, dude. That's why they covered them in spikes and hair. Because they're like, yo, we don't want the people fucking eating these things. These are trash things that I've made. Me, Mr. Jesus God. I made these things shitty, so I covered them in the most undigestible thing in the world. Hair and spikes. So these people wouldn't eat them. And you dumb fucks did it anyway. Yeah. Meanwhile, we have delicious things like peaches and apples. And you're like, oh, I got to get a fork to eat my peach. Pineapples Ugh. are awesome. Fuck off. They're not. They're dog shit. No, you're dog shit. Fucking. Well, Another good nailed, one, right? Nailed. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I got your ass. That was a fucking that was a hole heater. in one there, Lee Trevino. <laughs> Fuck. You stink. Ugh. So, your friend wanted you to go to a show tonight, and you fucking bailed on him. Why are you an asshole? He didn't want me to. I wanted to go see them. You wanted to go see him? Yeah. Because he has those big-ass, beautiful arm muscles. Mm-hmm. What a fucking dream. 
We're well, gonna bring him on the pod, and I'm just gonna be sitting here staring at his piece the entire time. <laughs> How you feel about that? I'm gonna be doing the same thing. Speaking of guests, we were supposed to have our first last week. Was it last week? Was it was laws last week. Garrett. That's right. The Jansen. And that son of a bitch stood us up. He sure did. He went on, get this, he went on a hike. I was going to tell him to take a hike anyway. <laughs> now he can really take a hike. Now him and his post 9-11 bowl cut are officially no longer known as Garrett Jansen. He's now Gary Jansen. <laughs> you hear he that? got demoted to fucking Gary status, dude. You fucking hear that, Gary? I fucking love that kid with his fucking goofy love of techno, his big ass beak. And his bowl cut. And I'm like, this kid's a little cherub, but I love him. And then he stood us the fuck up to go hang out with his family that he doesn't see often. Boo. <laughs> Ugh. Boo. He's not. He's probably a pineapple eater. Yo, there was this kid growing up. He was just fucking. He was an Italian, so you know what's gross. But he's straight up. He used to walk around eating onions and tomatoes. Like, Ew. Like you and I would walk around. Well, well, I would walk around eating an apple. Ugh. Just like a full. Fucking onion. Well, he did take the fucking skin off the onion and shit like that. But a full-on just white-ass onion just... Arr. A white onion? God yeah. forbid. And, and like, tomatoes. Like, tomatoes, I'm kind of like, oh, it would be, you know, be all right, I guess. If it's a really, really good one, maybe. And it, the thing is, it's weirder. I dated a girl, like, this is years after, so there's no relation, but she did something almost as weird. She would walk around eating red and green peppers like that. Mm. And, like, as yeah. much as, like, her tits were great, it was just so, her breath was just, afterwards, just like, God damn, dude. You smell like the fucking shaker of those old-ass, like, pellets that they have at pizza places. <laughs> it's like, God damn it. Just, like, mix it with, some, cut it with something. When I worked on a salad bar, and I had to <laughs> cut, I had to cut <laughs> various vegetables and shit for said salad yeah. uh, bar, and I would cut. I would cut the peppers. Sometimes I'd have a couple off to the side for myself to snack on, but I wouldn't eat one like an apple. Yeah, you're just like taking little slices. Yeah, little, exactly. Yeah, D- like I've done it. What I've been dicing peppers and shit. Yeah, oh. dip dip a slice in a nice balsamic. It's great. White people, but uh, yeah, just to walk around, just like nah, like you're a fucking freak show is what you are. There's a reason that's called eating it like an apple, it's because yeah. you eat apples like that. Well, you don't. Apparently, you eat it with a knife and fork. No, I. I it's like I, watching my mom eat pizza. <laughs> oh man, I I know exactly what you're talking what you're talking about. My grandmother did the same thing. She does the same with donuts too. I just want to smother her with a pillow. Oof. Watching her eat fried chicken is the most disheartening thing oh, I've no. ever seen in my life. The only way you should eat fried chicken is like they do in the cartoons, where you just shove the whole piece in your mouth and just pull the bone out. Uh huh. And she's going at a fucking drumstick with a knife and fork. No. It's like, what are you... That's reprehensible. Like, what are you doing, you cop? Right? It's reprehensible, dude, Elliot. It's fucking terrible, dude. Oh, fuck. So, um... How was that uh, Ari Shafir show, bud? It was fucking hilarious. Yeah. Um... Uh, uh Nate Marshall was the host. Mm. He was great. And the feature's name was Jeff Foxworthy. <laughs> Can you? You might. No, they could never afford. He. They could never afford to pay him to feature. 
So it was Jeff Dunham? It was Jeff Asmus, I think is how you say it. Mm. And I, I couldn't hear... Like when, 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 when Nate announced him, he like, they like rile the crowd up when they bring somebody on. Right. Oh, but before that, before the, the reason is because before they, before he brought him on, Brian six jumped on for like 10 minutes Nice. and everybody was like, Whoa, what the fuck? And it was, and he killed, he was hilarious. And then when Brian got off stage and he brought up that Jeff guy, the crowd was going crazy because everybody was expecting the headliner to come out. And Nate Marshall was like, I know y'all expected the headliner to come out. And I was like, oof, don't do that to the poor guy. And he brought out the feature act, Jeff, uh, Jeff Asmus. He did, he did 20. He started, he had to kind of win the crowd over and he knew that, but he did really well. And then Ari was fucking fantastic. I'm sure he was very edgy and cutting. It was. Yeah. It was quite. That was his new stuff. It's great. Yeah. I like... I just saw him last summer, and he didn't tell any of the same uh, any of the same jokes that he told uh, the other week the other weekend, whenever it was. And his special that's about to come out, I'm really curious to see when the the, the day this comes out, that special will be out. What's it coming out on though? YouTube. Okay, good. Ari Shafir Jew comes out on November uh, Wednesday, November second on YouTube. Because he was saying when even uh, as soon as he was done filming Jew, he already had a whole new hour ready to go. Makes sense. After, and it was funny. Yeah, he was right. So, while you're doing that in Philadelphia, one of the reasons I didn't really like want to go too crazy and go with you is because the night before I went and saw Dead Guy at kung fu necktie uh you went to that show too i did it was fantastic too who else went that you know uh ren uh, yeah i went with him okay me and matt went up to uh darby and met up with him and he said you were a huge pussy you couldn't do a full iron man run that's why you do those little tiny ones yeah sure and you're just a fucking bitch i'm also at peace with my uh my myself and i'm okay with not doing yeah. iron man's unlike you said some you people. will never be an iron man that's fine you said you're merely aluminum. I was about to say ha, that. Ha, <laughs> <laughs> I would take brass even. Ah, metal humor. Anywho, <laughs> it was really nice to be at a show where I wasn't the oldest person there. Ah, you probably fit right in, huh? Yeah, and I had a fucking great time. And I got I got pretty intoxicated, but yeah, huh. I was. Uh, There's a girl sitting sitting at the bar. Very good-looking girl. And normally, I don't say shit because I'm a little bitch. But uh, I was drinking. So I was like, hey, what are you drinking? You know, I could buy you a drink? And she's like, I already have one. I was like, whatever. You're fucking corny anyway. (laughs) 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 I don't know where it came from. Oh, you said that to her? Yeah. That's great. And I don't know why. I know why. Like... I don't, yeah, but it's just like she Fucking wasn't rude, like disrespectful. She's like, no, I already have a drink. Oh, uh, okay. Like there was, so she had like, there was like no venom in her way she delivered. She just got, yeah, oh, fine. no, thank you. I already have one. Okay. The and inf- I was just like, oh, whatever. You're fucking corny anyway. The inflection you told her, <laughs> I thought, I thought she was like, no, I already have a drink. No, that's probably just me projecting. I see. I guess I'm like letting my incel out. But yeah, I was just like, what the, f-? Like, like I just, I was like, where the fuck did that come from? <laughs> it's like. Did I'm you, in you, a good mood. You caught yourself in the moment. Yeah, like I'm, I'm with friends. I'm seeing my favorite hardcore band ever. Ah, and why am I? Why did I just do that? That makes no sense. 
you killed your own vibe. I did. I fucking vibe checked myself and found myself wanting. You pissed it, in your own cereal. It was. I was just like, like I don't know if she heard me or not, but like I really was like constantly turning around, just like, look, I'm fucking sorry. I don't know. God damn it, Tom. You dick. Well, that story's over. Jesus Christ, Tom. It's Elliot's fault. No, no. It's on. You're the one fucking playing with his toys. I didn't. Yeah, dude, don't let him fucking make you his fall guy. You realize this is all recorded on camera, right? Don't let him make you the fucking fall guy, right? You're just a fucking good ass boy doing good boy shit. And this dude's like, oh, my ineptitude is my dog's fault. (laughs) Can you believe that shit? I would never fuck with you, that dude. You want to come home with me? Take him, please. Little fucking retard. Come here. Woo. So anyway, my weekend story is ruined. So fucking just screeching halt. Where the hell's my fucking magical notebook, dude? Uh, wherever you put it. My hack, dude. Already, already talked about Don Joe Cheesecake. Mm-hmm. <laughs> dude, he's probably part of the MK Olsen program. <laughs> yeah, that's what, dude. I was talking to a female friend of mine couple days ago and she was talking about how much she loves dudes with dad bods and i was like all right whatever i was just making small talk whether well, it wasn't really anything of it and she's like tee hee hee don't kink shame me and i just got super fucking angry in that moment because i'm like first off that's not a fucking kink that's a preference yeah that's by that's far from a it's kink. like and if that is considered a kink, it's just like you're you're take you're you're taking away from the people that have real kinks by saying, "Oh, I like guys with dad bods." It's like, "Oh, my kink is I like girls, you know, that don't steal my shit." You know, it's like, no, it's just a fucking preference. Like kinks are like dudes who like getting shit on, you know, girls that like getting, you know, punched in the tits, you know, and just shit like that, degraded and, and shit. Yeah, you know, that's a kink. Like, I'm a big fan of Sloshy Galoshy, you know, and for the people who don't know about Sloshy Galoshy, it's when you pay a girl $40 to tinkle in a rain boot and you put it on (laughs) and you stomp around your bedroom. (laughs) It's a very fun activity. It's called Sloshy Galoshy. But, yeah, just early, you know, don't kink shame. Like, that's not a kink, dude. After that's your only kink, you're boring. Yeah, would you stop? Like she's probably like quiet in bed too. She probably doesn't even talk or say anything. She probably stands there. Doesn't move. St- st- standing leaves, up. <laughs> leaves her socks on. You know, just you know. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Doesn't he have the DC to take off her glasses? And I was like, don't kink shame me. And I was just like, so I was thinking back, like I was getting angry, and she could tell I was getting visibly angry about it. She's like, what? It's my kink. I was like do you want to know what my kink is? And she's like, yeah, sure. And I told her, and this is a true kink of mine that I have. And I didn't find out about it till way later in my life. You know, I was, I think I was about, I was probably 40 at the time. So, you know, that was like 25 years ago. And, uh, I was, we, I went to a wedding with this girl I was seeing. And on the way back, we were going down, going 95 back up to Delaware. And I was getting a squeezer. I was in the passenger seat of the car getting a fucking hand job. And I passenger was, seat. Yeah, I don't drive. 
She did this while driving? Yeah, dude. She's a, she was a fucking champion. And what a trooper. She was a good Christian girl. Jesus Christ. A soldier. <laughs> Any other fucking questions there? You fucking hate her. I had to First, clear hate, it up. That's you all. You hate fat people. You hate girls. Shut with, up. You hate girls with a with go get Shut it the fuck up. How about anyway, that? Anyway, I'm getting a fucking squeezer. <laughs> and obviously, I've been drinking nothing but red wine the entire night. And I was just, my dick wasn't functioning as it should, right? Like, it was hard, barely. Like, it was like, eh, it was al dente, you know? <laughs> yeah. So, she's just fucking hammering away at my little fucking slug. And uh, we're getting closer to the um, the toll booth to get back to you know go back to Delaware and shit. And she's just getting starts getting angry with me, like yelling at me. She's like, "Would you hurry the fuck up and come already? We're almost at the toll booth. What the fuck? You shouldn't have had so much goddamn wine. Hurry the fuck up. My arm's getting tired. We're almost at the toll booth. Jesus. And for some reason, I bricked up harder than I've ever bricked up in my entire life." And just fucking annihilated the dashboard. Oh my god! And like a, so, apparently my kink is I love girls that are furious at me, huh? During or whatever, I don't know if it's during or just constantly. But then again, now can't be constant because women are constantly furious with me for some reason. <laughs> no kidding. But yeah, it was just like it was something I didn't know that I was super stoked about, like. Until just like happened. hurry the fuck up. What the fuck is your problem? I was like, ha ha, <laughs> woo. You know, I was just like, dude, I fucking evolved into my next Pokemon level, dude. I was just loving it, and I just, <laughs> I sprayed so fucking hard, like my back cracked as I arched. I was like, arced forward. I was like, oh god. On that it, day, it, it became a war turtle. So exactly that that day, I became Blastoise, and so I always think I told her that story. And she was just like, gross. Which, okay. If I told that girl that's a girl story, that is kind of gross. I get it. But that's, uh-uh. a, that's a kink. That is a, that's, a, that's a proper kink. Not a guy with a farmer's tan and a pot belly. Yeah, that's up. not a kink. Shut up. That's every guy you're going to fucking come across, pretty much. Yeah. If not fatter and less tan. So it's like, yeah, that's not a real fucking kink. And I hate people saying that shit's a kink. It's like, oh, I only date Asian girls. That's my kink. It's like, nah, dude. It's, it's just your preference. preference. A kink is if you, you know, that Asian girl was like lighting you on fire while you're doing it. Which I, well, I might not like that too. Who knows? But or, or calling you names. Yeah. So you got any good kinks or what, dude? No. Um, I haven't discovered them yet. If you haven't discovered them yet, you probably, they probably don't exist. It's probably like your fruit intake just boring and bland well unfortunately for you maybe you probably just sit back hands behind your head just like let the nah. girl do all the work no way don't even get her a towel afterwards what do you would you take me for some kind of animal jesus christ she's sitting there looking like someone spilled fucking you know glue on her and you're just <laughs> like oh towels are in the bathroom help yourself and you just fucking like roll over and just go straight to sleep no i go straight to the bathroom I get a towel for myself, and I bring a nice, <laughs> I bring a nice warm one back. <laughs> a nice warm one back for the misses. Is it warm because you just wiped all your fucking jizz off your chest? No, nah, fre- I, gi- I give her a freshie. Yeah. Nice, nice warm water. <laughs> I'm, I'm I don't a- believe people, anybody that says they don't have a kink of some sort. 
I just don't know it. I don't think anybody is without some some sort of king. It might be not be on the level of furious hand jobs on. I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure there's something in there, but I yeah. haven't unlocked it. Maybe I'm playing at a disadvantage without knowing what it is. Like another one I have is sweaty girls. That's another one that's great. That's odd. Go into that. Sweaty girls. But what more is there to go into? You just you just you figured you've out you were never, into that. You've never hooked up with. I. I've made people dude, sweat before. For I d- sweat too. For a dude that looks like me, I've done surprisingly well with the athletic women. <laughs> I don't know how it works. I'm not good looking. I'm fucking extremely fat and ugly and just hard to be around. <laughs> but for some reason, you know, I guess I'm charming. But I had this one girl that I was dated. I dated her for like six months. And she would come home from the gym and she'd be sweaty as fuck, like glowing, like sweating. Huh. And I would just be like, yeah. And just get stoked as fuck. Smelling like a damp sock, just fucking just going to town, dude. Huh. And it, it, like, it was like sweaty to the point where they were embarrassed and like, no, let me take a shower first. And I was like, absolutely not. I, I don't think I could ever get away with being like, no, at that point. Well, what did you want me to do? Commit a crime? Uh, I'm, talk- <laughs> I'm talking about me. <laughs> I'm talking about me. If she told me no, I'd be like, "Well, what? Well, what the fuck do I do now? I can't. I can't you, pursue this." Jo, while she's in the shower. Yeah, fair. And then if she's like, "Yeah, why were you Jo?" And I was going to come out and do something like, "Well, snooze, you lose. <laughs> this is your fault, and I'll see how it has anything to do with me. I did my part. <laughs> you know, if you don't believe me, look at this incredibly fucking stiff piece of cotton I have in my hand." <laughs> So yeah, sweaty, sweaty, sweaty girls, furious hand jobs. Do I have any other A- ones? Anger. Yeah, it's got to be angry. Just women that have no interest in me whatsoever. For some reason, I'm just like, yeah. Oh, it unlocks like, just, it. Just yeah. disgust. They're just disgusted by me and everything I do. I'm just like, yeah. Huh. I don't know what it is, dude. It's probably some deep-rooted shit, but oh well. I hope I can discover something like that in myself because it's like a it's like a cheat code to like yeah. being able to get off. For a know? long time, I was also into um, face sitting, which is kind of like a pretty b- vanilla one, I guess. Yeah, that's. But I wouldn't. I, was I wouldn't even call that a kink. Face sitting, like me swiping my nose in her ass crack, like a fucking ATM card, <laughs> and like or George just like planting on my face until i had to tap her thigh to let me breathe yeah like suffocating shit yeah so i don't know if like it might just be like a danger thing like i get get smothered to death by an ass or or pussy or me getting a furious hand job on the interstate i swerve into traffic and die or fucking a sweaty chick and i slip off and you know tumble off the bed and break my neck Maybe it's all just like ties back in the fact that I want to kill myself, but who knows, dude? <laughs> Some there's something in there's there. There's got to be some there, dude. But either way, I'm coming. So that's how I hope I die. I hope I die by my own hand, but while coming. Who wouldn't want to die like Donnie, dude? Who wouldn't want to die? That's how coming? Mr. Miyagi died. No. No, of course not. Oh. <laughs> I th- I thought Pat, what's his name? Pat Morita's still alive, buddy. Yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah, he's a poser though. When you think about it, Morita, that motherfucker's Italian. He's just we <laughs> just fucking playing off trying to be 
like Asian dude. He's really just a fucking a Guido. Well, that's how um, it is. How Robin died. Who Williams. The fuck is Robin? Williams. Oh fuck him. And uh, uh, David Carradine too. Was Robin Williams ever pretend to be Asian? <laughs> Maybe. I think that Italian. <laughs> it's definitely possible. Because his name's Pat. He's named after Saint Patrick. You know, Perhaps. it's a very Catholic name. There's not many Catholic Japanese men. Is there? Is he Japanese? No, he's Italian. I just fucking told you. Oh I'm just God. pointing out his Catholicism more than ever. No, he's not. Dude, Marita. He's he's fucking Italian, dude. He's probably Filipino or something. He's Italian. I guarantee you. Look it up. I am looking up. He is... Italian. He, he's he been dead for 17 years. Yeah, because he's Italian. You said he was alive. <laughs> That's how Italians trick you. <laughs> See, people think that an Italians Italians aren't nefarious people, but they forget about a man named Benito Mussolini. But they're like, oh, he made the trains run on time. But yeah, look who he rolled with, dude. Pat Marie is secretly Italian. I don't think so. Ital- Yo, think about all the people tied with Happy Days that lied to us. He's Japanese. Think about it, dude. All the people tied to the show Happy Days lied to us. Pat Morita was on Happy Days. He's an Italian. Henry Winkler, who played Arthur Fonzarelli, is a nice Jewish boy. Hmm. Not an Italian. Why would you want to be Italian? Gross. <laughs> so I think everybody on that show is a fucking a liar, dude. Not so happy. I'm telling. So I'm trying to figure out what Ron Howard did. Like what's in his past that he's lying about. Besides him fucking making a big titty daughter was ron howard on happy days too yeah dude he played fucking richie cunningham i I keep forgetting you're 10 that show is that show is from 1950 it was not from the 50s it was like the 70s sorry 40s it was old when i was young like it was off the air and shit but still it was on you're on it was on nick at night yeah i saw i saw an episode and a half maybe on my life you're lying I'm not You're lying. Who gives a fuck about when Happy Days? When you're born into the world, the, the first TV shows they'd show you, like, yo, this is Sesame Street and this is Happy Days. Well, I had to sit through things like the Lawrence Welk show at my grandparents' oh, house. Oh, and you're bitching to me that Happy Days is an That's old show? That's fucking old. My grandparents didn't even have a TV. Okay. They did. I'm just lying again. Uh-huh. Like I lied about Pat Marita being Italian. <laughs> He's Sicilian. But, <laughs> yeah, my grandparents didn't have TVs. They're both Nazi sympathizers. Mm. Not really, but I felt like saying it. (laughs) (laughs) Where's the lie? I don't know why. I mean, my grandmother was German, dude. Schneider, dude. Dude, my mom too. My mom's German. Oh, fuck. I'm not going to fucking turn my back on her then. (laughs) Or or the rest of her coven. (laughs) To the camps. (laughs) She's going to be in the most dicey sequel to Hocus Pocus ever. <laughs> Hocus Pocus 3. Yo, it's a complete switch of Get topics. on the train. <laughs> Hocus Pocus 3, get on the train. Fuck. <laughs> and if you look to this here, next to this pile of glasses and shoes is the world's biggest <laughs> pile of pointed witch hats and, and wands and scepters. Ugh. I don't know who should be offended by that, Jewish people or witches. Witches. Yeah. Whatever, fuck them. 
No, your mom's your mom's a good egg. She's a good egg. Yeah. Glenda casts a spell on me. Oh, dude. I love Glenda. What a completely different topic, dude. At that show, we were I was at I want to saw a dead guy. There was a child there. Oh man. And it brings up something we've discussed before. Children at shows. Are you for it or are you against it? I'm big. AKA, are you right or are you wrong? I'm, I'm hard stance against. I am very much against it too, but there's been several instances where I've been a hypocrite about it. Mm, like when I first fair. started uh, leaving Delaware regularly to go to shows, like up in Philadelphia areas, I mm. met a kid. His name was Tim. Timmy. Timmy Walls. And he was nine when I met him. Nine. Going to shows? Uh-huh. His co- he, had, he had two cousins and one of his, that went to shows that were like my age. And one of them was in a band called Kensington from Philadelphia. You know, really creative name. You so, know? so Timmy's nine. You're going to shows. You're how old at that point? <sighs> Teens? 16 or 17, maybe. So that sounds more I actually, like... I've actually been going to shows maybe like two or three years in Philadelphia. So, yeah, he was probably nine when I was... Probably like 18 or 19 years old. Well, that sounds more like a little brother type of situation. He was a younger cousin of a guy who was in a band that was so, around yeah. at the time. We're, I'm, but, I'm talking about parents bringing children to yeah, shows. That I don't that like. That is fucking awful. I've also been a hypocrite about it, though, too, because like my buddy Aaron Hurd sings for sings for uh, Jesus Peace. Right. He brings his two, two or I think Leo's like two or three by now right. with the big ass headphones on him. And yeah. I'm like, oh, cool. Leo's here. But if it's anyone else's fucking baby, I'm like, why is that baby here with their fucking headphones? I was talking to another friend of mine about it, and he reminded me about the dude. You know who Dan Yemen is? He I, I don't played know. played guitar for Lifetime and Kid Dynamite. Okay. He used to bring a fucking toddler to shows. Baby Bjorn with those big fucking deer hunter headphones on. And I was just like, and like, I guess he said the baby's like mom was there too. I was like, I don't know how to break this to you guys, but once you have a baby, one of you is going to have to take the hit and stay the fuck home with the kid when the other goes to the show. Yeah, the show's not more important than keeping that kid okay. Yeah. kids, Little kids have sensitive-ass ears. Shit goes a little haywire at shows sometimes, especially Philadelphia. It's like, that kid doesn't want to fucking be there. It's not processing any memories of what's going on. Plus, kids take shits. They have to eat. Yeah. They get cranky. They need a nap every 30 minutes, and, similar to me. And, <laughs> and you want to subject them to the goings-on of a VFW hall or some like, some you, venue? Yeah, do you really think like your kid's going to be flexing on people like later in life? It's like, I remember going to shows when I was like eight months. And you're like, no. The kid's not going to need four memories till he's four. Mm-mm. It's like, stop it. Like, I don't give a shit how cool your kid is or how cute your kid is. Just, they got to stay home. When they get to, the, I say the age, I don't know. 13, 14, and they're just like, yo, I want to go see my dad's band or my mom's band. Or they want to go see what their dad or mom is into and what they like to do on the weekends. That's different to me. Well, they're making an informed decision at that point. But in that same area, if you bring your third, like your 12, 13 year old or whatever to the show, he doesn't get preferential treatment. He doesn't get the fucking... No. He does not get to be a stage potato and stand up there and just fucking just uh, look like a fucking dumb fuck. 
just standing on stage with his oversized earmuffs. You know, it's just like uh, that. Like, get him the fuck out of there. If he can't, if he's not holding an instrument, tuning an instrument, bringing bottled water or a towel up there, get the fuck off the stage. I don't give a shit how old you are. That that brings about a larger problem of stage potatoes, anyway. Yeah, but I if if it's if it's your kid, the kid should be standing with you somewhere in the crowd, like yeah. everybody else. Or you're just gonna have to come to the realization that you're not gonna be able to go to all the shows you want to go to anymore because you decided to cream pie. Because that's life. Yeah, I mean that's why I pull out. That's why because I don't want to have the fucking bring my ugly ass kid to a show. That's why I got snipped. Uh, I never even have to think about it ever again. I mean, I get snipped, but that's the girl's problem. <laughs> why? Why would? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's just, and especially when your kids like below the age of making memories, like leave them at home. They don't need to be here. No, they don't. The, they don't need to be formed at that at that stage. Like at, no one at the show thinks you're fucking cool. No one at the show is like, "Yo, he's a cool dad. He brings his kids to shows." You're like. Ah, fuck. Now we got to spend the rest of the show making sure little Dingleberry doesn't get kicked <laughs> in the fucking face. Watch out for that baby. You know, doesn't get trampled at the fucking merch table. It's like, Ugh. no one wants to fuck. And like, as your friends, you're like, we got to look out for your kid too because we're not fucking animals. It's a part of you. So, like, mm. so now we got to fucking take a break from the fun we're trying to have so we can make sure your kid doesn't die. When all you had to do was just not come out that night. Or leave them with your parents. Leave them with your girl's parents. Leave them with the girl. Girl, leave them with the guy. Just leave the fucking kid at home until he's like ready. He or she is ready to stand in front of the stage and watch. They're ready to make an or informed decision. they can camp out behind the merch table. Yeah, that's totally But only if you're in a band. If you're... I've been in bands a long time and there's been a few times where my friends will bring their kids to shows it's like oh, we're just gonna put it behind your merch table I was like does no. he know how to fucking make change for a 20 <laughs> then he cannot fucking sit back here because there's a bunch of fat dudes in my band <laughs> and two Tupperware tubs full of shitty t-shirts and it's like there's and, commerce going so on here unless he knows how to A duck and weave around fat dudes or roll a t-shirt and he can go fuck himself kick rocks kid get out of here and you're going to feel like a fucking silly little goose when you go through all this trouble of bringing your shitty kid to a show when he's a SoundCloud rapper in two months. <laughs> it's like, your kid's a dud. You're a dud. Leave him home. Leave the dud kids home. And I think bands aren't helping. Like, I... Also. It's okay, yeah. You see, like, these bigger bands, like, yo, this goes out to the, the young kids. You know, there's this little fucking eight-year-old, you know? Uh. It's like... Don't fucking encourage this shit. Only old bands are doing that. Yeah. Thing. It's like, oh, yeah, you're fucking stoked that this kid's here? Cool. Well, you can watch him the rest of the night. Make sure he doesn't get kicked in his eye. Why don't you have him sit behind your merch table? Yeah. With your merch guy that yeah. you hired. You didn't yeah. just ask to come with who, you. Or your kid, who you probably brought, too. But too, good thing is, your kid's 30. <laughs> you know, it's like, get that kid out. And, like, the bands also aren't helping when they're making merch for babies. Ooh. Which I think is the douchiest shit in the entire world. And one of the prime examples is the fucking Misfits. Dog, another reason to hate that dog shit band. The, one of the most heavily merchandised bands oh, of all Christ, time. Christ, they will fucking throw their stupid name on anything. To they're they're almost as bad as Kiss. Ugh. And 
stop trying to be the cool fucking dad or the cool mom. Your kid's not listening to Misfits. Your kid is three. He's watching Coco Melon and listening to <laughs> fucking Baby Shark or whatever, the, whatever the kids are doing these days. I'm out of touch because I pull out. Stop putting fucking like band shirts on them. We, I'm not. You're not going to convince me that your four year old likes Madball. You know what else too? I'm tired of seeing mohawks on those little fucks oh, too. Christ. That's a quick way to spot a bad parent is a mohawk on a or kid. Or even worse, <laughs> the ones kids parents that won't cut their kids' hair. Ugh. Like they let their kids' hair like go down to his ass. It's Get like all long and shitty. It's like the kid didn't make this fucking choice to have long hair. Mm-hmm. You're just lazy. It's like even if you can still keep it long and still cut it, trim it, but when your kid looks like he's feral for Christ's sakes, it's like yeah, but you don't need like a fucking band shirt like no one believes that your little kid's into Madball. Like, oh, this is my son, you know, Chase. He's really into fucking <laughs> death threat. Like, no, he's not. That's not true. <laughs> you know, he still fucking points at bright lights and gets happy. <laughs> it's like, he's not into this shit. You're not giving any kind of fucking credibility because he's not even in school yet. So who is this showing off for just so people can see your Thanksgiving pictures? And it's like, oh, we're all wearing, you know, fucking Wisdom and Change shirts. Like, Oof. no, dude. You're just that fucking corny parent that couldn't, you know, put the kid in his little dinosaur sweatshirts and shit like that. I would argue that's cooler merch than any band shirt. I think the adults in band sh- should not be wearing band shirts. They should be wearing dinosaur shirts. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know? Like, I don't want to see some fucking dude my age rocking a shirt that's, like, got, you know, goofy fonts and graffiti logos, like all the shirts I own. <laughs> I want to see a kid with a, a guy my age... With an an- with ankylosaurus or a triceratops on his fucking shirt, just fucking living, vibing. Yeah, it's like stop trying to make your kids like punk rock. Mm-hmm. Your kids aren't you're you're gonna get so fucking bummed out. Like when your kid gets like to the age where he starts appreciating any kind of music and it's just like eh, it's just indifferent to the bands you like. Yeah. So I can't believe Joey doesn't like First Blood. It's like <laughs> fuck out of here, dude. Oh my god, I rue the day that a a kid who's raised gr- going to shows like that finally does th- what you just said where they finally become indifferent either because it's some shit that their parents have done forever like all kids do. Yeah. Or they just discover shit that they like on their own. Like, oh, I'm more of a rap kid or and yeah, I like hip hop. All those fucking cool ass onesies you got them. Are just collecting dust because he's just like, oh, yeah, you know, I'm not really into that shit. That's my parents' shit. What you're really doing is ruining hardcore for that kid because now he's going to equate it, you know, with being how, a baby. How we look like, look at dad rock and shit like that. Yeah. He's been like, hardcore metal. That's the shit that's my the dad, shit listens, my to. dad listens to. Mm. Ugh. And that's going to happen and you're just going to, you're going to have egg on your face. <laughs> <laughs> And then that kid will never yeah. discover dead guy. Or they will start coming around shows like a fucking boss is like, yeah, I've been fucking listening to this shit since I was three. My dad gone. Like, and everybody there is like, right. yo, we, we, we don't we don't we don't care. You're a fucking herb and shut up. Just like your father. You're like <laughs> you're corny and you're boring and please walk away. <laughs> you know, I don't give a shit. That your dad put fucking deer hunter muffs on your ears and brought you to fucking, you know, 
Hellfest in 2001. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> we don't care. Like, we don't give a shit. Like, no one gives a fuck, dude. And I think people need to stop doing that shit. I agree. Wholeheartedly. Yeah. And the thing is, like, I know you do, too. Have at least five friends, you know, that A, are currently doing that, or B, will do that once they cream pie for the first time, you know, make a child. I think, I think I can, I can, I'll, I'll spare it. No, I, I could name people off the top of my head, but I know a hell of a lot more people that I think would just stop going to shows entirely when they have children. Oh, well. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Boo hoo. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's like you're bringing your kid to a show as an accessory. I think the only thing that infuriates me more is when people bring their pets to shows. That's reprehensible. That is just fucking awful. It's like, dude, leave your dog at home. I love I love him that that dum dum over there too much to bring him to a show. I love my dogs. That's why I don't bring them anywhere. That's not for dogs. Right. It's like, dude, their earrings like hearing's like thirty times more sensitive than ours. So I'm not mm-hmm. gonna not make him have to sit that. through the fucking next you know punch your face set. You know, I was like, fuck out of here with that shit. Mm-mm. It's just, I remember um, Iron Price, we played uh, we played a fucking go-kart track in like, uh, <laughs> and like Western, Ma- it was either Western Mass or Western New York. And, no, I think it was upstate New York. I think it was like around like either Albany, Albany area. And uh, our boy Sean came out from Boston to see us play. Drove all that way. All the way across New York. Brought his little bull terrier with him. Oh, man. And then, like, it's a so. cute ass dog. It, it was like a super old one that's like blind and bumping into shit. Oh, you man. You know, it's like, Jesus Christ. But then again, he's also like cross eyed and bumping into shit, too. <laughs> but, uh, so he brings his dog to the show. We drive, this was like a good two, three hour drive to get through the show to see us. And instead, he comes like I'm walking going into the venue. He's walking out. I was like, "Yo, kid, I can't believe they won't let me bring my fucking dog in here." I'm like, um, "It serves food. Of course they're not gonna let you bring a fucking dog in there. Why would they let you bring a dog in there?" Yeah, think with your fucking brain. Think of all the places that you go every day that you can't bring a dog into. Did you think like a go kart track that serves cheese fries was going to be different for some reason? That my band is playing yeah, just at? because like some sh- herb ass band that I'm in is playing. It's like, dude, you're a fucking chode. You're a chonger. It's like, <laughs> so yeah, leave your kids at home until they're old enough to make their own decision to go. And if they say they want to go at five, they're fucking lying. Like, I mean, fucking hell, Iron Price. Our drummer brought his kids to our first show. Sat, they stood behind the drum kit while he played. I bet they loved that. He says they did. He's. I think he's lying to himself and everybody else around him. And I was like, dude, what the fuck? So, yeah, you just kept, every time I kept turning around, you know, because I looked at him to when the song's going to start, you know, he does the four count. I see his fucking son and daughter who look like the twins from the fucking shining just standing behind him completely dead face just like doing a great job father you know it's just like <laughs> great like this is not going to throw me off my game at all Ugh, it's like leave your kids at home until they're old enough and 
and if they're in a single digits, they're not old enough. No, absolutely yeah. not. And leave your pets at home. Like every time, like if you ever gone to like a grocery store and seen a lady just like with a dog in like the front of the cart, it makes me fucking furious. Yeah. Now imagine if she took to like that dog to something that had mosh parts. <laughs> it's like. Or, like, dudes in fucking, like, cargo sweats kickboxing. It's like, dude. Completely careless yeah. on her part. You know? Like, this is my favorite. This is my animal whose life I'm responsible for. This is my child whose life I'm responsible for. I'm going to bring him around a bunch of Hessian weirdos and just <laughs> let him chill. Like, you should have your dog or kids taken away from you. <laughs> oh. Right, Elliot? Homework time, dude. Mm-hmm. It is about that time, yeah. I'll go first. Because I'm the one who talks on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, every time I every time I bring up my marshmallows, I get fucking shot in the head. Dude, because I come with fucking heaters across the fucking board. And you're like, aren't marshmallows a silly snack? Nor- like, normal people like things like that. No- so you can talk about it on your new marshmallow cast coming <laughs> this fucking winter. Oh, Christ. So, um, comedian-wise, you gave me a guy named J.P. J. McDade. Mm-hmm. And he's funny, right? I like I like the, the three clips I saw. But there's just not enough out there for me to make a solid impression. And it's like recommending a band to somebody that only has a demo. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, isn't they the sickest band? And you're like, yeah, but it's only four songs for me to go off of. But what I did see clip wise and like, you know, you know, screenshotting his own Twitter things are, yeah, it was funny. But I definitely would need to see more con- before I can make a solid opinion on. I need to see either see him live, or see a special, or hear him on a pod or something. It just wasn't much oh, yeah. to go off of. He hasn't really. I don't think he's been on any pods that I know of. <clears throat> I only recommended him because I've seen him live like three times. Yeah. He's about that stage in his career when he's like he's like starting to middle now and I don't think he ha- he doesn't have a pod of his own. He doesn't guess on shocking. Them. And he's definitely not confident in himself enough to film material and like put it together a special per se. And if you don't have an hour, there's no real point in making a special. Even so, that's not really an excuse anymore because people are doing like 20, 30 minute specials now. Yeah, and some of them are really fucking good too. Yeah. Like like Akash's, but, but like if he was on like a lineup, I'd make sure to go see him. He yeah, he's absolutely worth a see. But yeah, he's 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 really fucking funny. I like him a lot. Which also brings me to the band you recommended, which was the record was Warn Human Food. Human work. Human work, whatever. <laughs> um it's good. It reminds me a lot of this old band called Think I Care from Boston. Just like straightforward hardcore, but still just Super, super, super heavy. It was a good record, but after it was over, I had a hard time remembering how the songs I just heard went. Mm. So I listened again, and it just wasn't sticking with me. Like I was enjoying it while I was listening to it, but once it was over, I had forgotten about it. It didn't have staying power. But it was good. It was. I enjoyed it enough that I would make a conscious effort to go see them if ever possible. Like, I'm really curious to see them in person. They'll be back. Yeah. Like, and I think listening to the songs too, like I've listened, I listened to it like four times. 
listen to it, I'm like, you can tell, like, it may, like, lack, I don't want to sound like an asshole, say lack, like, like memorability or whatever, but I think, like, this would probably be the shit up front, in person, live. This would probably just go over completely different. Yeah, it Cause, is. Because there's a lot of bands out there that live, they're just a fucking machine. But recorded, it's just kind of like... It's not memorable. It doesn't translate as well. Yeah, it does, or it but, doesn't have staying power, exactly. But I did enjoy it when I listened to it, and yeah, I would definitely make a, a big effort to go see that live, just so I could appreciate it where I think it's the better way to take in that type of music. Yeah. Next time they are around, I'll definitely make an effort to like that. We'll both go and yeah. also shout out Dan. It's a good, his, he's a good bud. Great. Now I feel like an asshole for saying his record wasn't that memorable. Well, he doesn't listen to this show. So no, no one does. Not that I know of. No one does. So my homework, well, I'll start with, uh, I'll start with the comedian also then KP Burke. Yeah. I watched Escape from Jacksonville two times now. Oh. Well, it's only 48 or 49 minutes or yeah. something, so it's it's very digestible. He's really, really fucking funny, and he's really tight. Like, Yeah, there's no fat. Not a bit. You there's can, no fat. I, I could tell that he's worked that hour for like a while because yeah. there was like, it, it was like surgical. There's no lulls, no. Not one. Not no jokes where you're just kind of. <laughs> In yeah. fact, his uh his opening like even though COVID jokes are so played out now, his opening joke about COVID was really funny. Which which will refresh my memory. It was, um, he said he was comparing he was comparing how it was in different places, like he 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 compared fuck he compared COVID to like uh oh he compared COVID to fashion. He said you know. Started in Italy. <laughs> they ignored it in Florida. <laughs> you know, it's it's all it's always been around the major centers like New York and LA. I do remember that bit. That was and then he and he was like, you know, but we all know it. It we all know it originates from China. <laughs> That's the fucking mark of like a good comedian is when he can take like a hack premise or a, a, an overly played premise yeah and still make a great joke out of it yeah that was a funny ass you joke know? it's like like i'll bow to a comedian now that can still make like a joke about airline food yeah after 1984 and make it funny like that's when we're like all right you're fucking talented yeah what's the deal with airline food you know then all of a sudden he just comes out with a heater you're just like all right. Okay. I'm on fucking board. <laughs> no one's talked about this in 30 years, but all right. The only thing that took me out of that special. His ponytail? No, no, no. no. The I didn't even notice he had a ponytail. I thought he had short hair. The only thing that took me out was they had an annoying laughing guy. Oh, yeah. Like, if you listen, yeah. if you know what Legion of Skanks is, definitely listen to that podcast. But there's always a person in the crowd who has the <laughs> dumbest laugh you've ever heard. He's at all their live tapings. Dude. All it's of them. Fucking. It's the worst, oh, just God. the worst laugh you've ever heard. And there was somebody in his crowd that they were, not only was it like a standout <laughs> weird laugh, but they were very loud. How funny is it that someone else's joy can annoy the shit out of me? Oh, God. <laughs> it made me sick. You're just like sitting there just like, ah, oh, man, I'm laughing, I'm smiling, I'm feeling good. And then you hear- I wish that mother- 
and you're like, Fuck. like I wish that person would fall down every set of stairs he encounters in his life. I wish he'd fall oh. down and then back up. Oh my god. <laughs> it's like Jesus Christ. I forget oh, it was there, there was an old comedian he's well, he's still around, but his name's Dana Gould. Do you know who I'm talking mm-hmm. about? He had this like he was like some of the first specials that I fell in love with that I fell in love with because of I picked it. Not because my dad played it for me and shit mm-hmm. like that. And he had one where this one person was in the crowd laughing and the laugh was <laughs> Oh my god. It sounded like a mix between like <laughs> like somebody with cerebral palsy and goofy. And it was just like Sure. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> it was pretty yeah, pretty much, dude. You like you pretty much nailed it. And like you could see him him he kind of flicks his eyes to that side is like and he kind of looks at his face like, is, it, is this a real laugh? Or is this motherfucker mocking me? <laughs> and just like the whole, but like the person would hit it on the right punchline, the right punchline. So you know it's not the person being a smartass. You're like, that's someone's actual <laughs> fucking laugh. Was this in a club or like a it theater? Was a cl- it was a club, uh, like a bigger club, but okay. a club. Yeah. Like Trocadero size. But it was just that's like. a theater, bruh. Barely. But, um. Yeah, it was just like the fucking special was great. I loved it, but mm-hmm. it's just like that one person's laugh, like it takes you out of it. Because you're the, first, you're laughing at the joke, and then you're laughing at, you know? yeah, <laughs> and, like, But then it gets to a point where all I hear is the laugh. And also, no matter what the joke is, you just brace yourself, waiting for the for fucking yeah, the, the guffaw <laughs> to come over. The fucking and just fucking yeah, take the wind out of your goddamn sails. <laughs> Somebody's choking a fucking pelican. Yeah, and I'm like, like ugh. Meanwhile, like, I'm trying to enjoy enjoy this special. This it, comedian it makes thing. me appreciate comedians more that they can fucking just plow through their set and not either not address it or just overlook it completely. I'm like, all right, I take something. It, I I got most of the way through that special a second time and he didn't even blink. Yeah. He just kept going. Yeah. So K, shout out to KP Burke for that. Uh, it, the special was called or is called Escape from Jacksonville, which is hilarious because that's what everybody in Jacksonville <laughs> should do is escape. Fucking every city in Florida. It's on YouTube if anybody yeah. you know finds have forty five minutes to get a good chuckle in. Oh. The uh, the other only thing that I didn't like that was a choice of his. There was a long ass drawn out artsy intro. Yeah, like, I like don't. I like intros, but some intros are just I don't really remember his that much. But you know what intro I'm fucking tired of is the comedian in the green room. And then them walking through the restaurant area, shaking hands, high fiving, dabbing up people. Yeah. And then finally going out to the stage. I'm like, that's the airplane food of intros. Yeah, it's like stop it already. We get it. You're a man of the people. Like stop. Yeah, you're walking through the trenches. Yeah. Whatever. It's like, all Whatever. Right, I mean, his his wasn't much better. He's like leaning against a wall, looking cool, does some walking and shit. Man. No one really has like. It was too long. There's not many like super creative intros anymore. I think my favorite way is just to go right into it. Yeah. Like just name. Yeah. And then it just Ladies fucking and gentlemen, starts. this person. Exactly. And then that person comes out and does their shit and then fucks off. Yeah. I, I, and I, I could do without that. the post credit shit too. Like them hanging out afterwards. That I can live with as the credits roll because yeah. it's over. Right. So eh. just let me turn it off. Like, let me turn it off. I don't want to watch your credits. 
No, you can also just turn it off. I don't care about your special, like your special thanks. Like I don't care that you appreciate your mom. Like uh, Bill, like Bill Burr's credits. It was just him walking down the venue, like out. Yeah. And all the all the good thank yous and stuff were on the screen. Anyway, yeah. no, that was that was the that was the uh, the comedic side of my Wait, homework like this week. And the uh, the album I was given was uh, <laughs> Cadaveric Incubator. Is that how you pronounce it? I think so. I was saying cadaveric, but I really don't know. That's the fun part about some of these death metal bands. I have no fucking clue how to pronounce these names. Sermons of the something something. The Devouring Dead. That's right. Oh, yeah. Uh, I loved the register in which he sings at, like yeah. the growl that he gets. The riffs were fucking great. And the bass tone was fucking chef's kiss. It was yeah. perfect. I but. thought, I thought mu- <laughs> musically it's like a little busy for what I like. Okay. Like it's it's really blasty and like uh, like the 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 really technical like the really really technical blast heavy shit I only really like from like the greats who do it. Okay, maybe that's just that's kind of a jaded perspective to have. No, because I don't. If it's done well, I should listen to it. I don't really like overly technical music when it comes to metal either. Unless it's done extremely well, mm-hmm. but yeah, it's got to be like a perfect storm to come together like that. And Incubators was good, yeah, but it wasn't like it. It didn't blow my skirt up either. I was like, Fair it's enough. it's. I said, well, it's very good. It's not great, but it's very good. Right. And uh, the that song, uh, the Covenant of Gore, is sick. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, like you said, when the guitar player. Was about to rip a lead. He goes, guitar. <laughs> <laughs> it was sick. <laughs> I'm just glad you caught that part. I sure did. <laughs> oh, God. The first time that hit me, I was just like, oh, hell yeah. Exactly. <laughs> like, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I love when bands of any genre do stage shit in a studio, if you don't understand what I'm saying. Like, like some kind of interaction, but yeah, it's into it's a like, microphone in the it, studio. Like it can either be fucking awesome or really just cheese dick. But for some reason, I like it when they did it. Like, oh, you mean like gang vocals? Oh, <laughs> well, gang vocals is it's gang vocals are fine. Like I have no problem with gang vocals. But I bring this band up way too much. But I don't give a fuck. I love them. Twenty five to life. You know. Actually, I don't know if he, it was the singer did it on a 25 to Life record or the Come and Correct record, but he was just like, everybody sing along or some shit, like shit on a record. <laughs> and I'm like, who the fuck are you talking to? The producer? <laughs> like, your bandmates? The producer's sitting behind a, sta- a soundboard with a grimace, usually. And, and it was fucking funny because it, it was, I remember, it was Come and Correct. It was, it was like a cover of a seven second song. Young Till I Die. You know, the one everybody fucking covers mm-hmm. and it sounds stupid. But uh, just like, everybody! I'm like, who are you talking to? <laughs> like, like, are you, like, I really hope I'm fucking wrong as shit and he just looks through, like, the booth and, like, the producer's just fucking just going ape shit over in front of his <laughs> boards. You know, and, like, also, like, people have wandered in from the streets of, like, into the studio and they're just like, yeah! Just lo- <laughs> but it's like, I just love it when people do stage shit <laughs> like on a record. It's like, what's who, what are you doing? It's like, 
It's only be like if some like corny rock band was like, everybody clap your hands. It's like <laughs> who? who? Me and my car listening. You mean to the this? two guys that are in the booth recording the clap noises? Like <laughs> get out of here, dude. But oh, that shit fucking cracks me up. What do you got for me? Uh, Homework wise. Yeah. All right. What do I got for you? Let's my ass see. bone hurts, dude. Um, let's see. Uh, uh comedy wise, uh, I want you to check out. And report back on Kiri uh, Shabazz. Oh, the guy we talked about the other day. Yeah, I think so. I've but actually uh, seen him. You seen him live? No, I've seen. He was on a show called The Ringers. It was a show. Bill Burr's Bill, thing. thing. Yeah, I saw his set on there, and I enjoyed it immensely. And if you want me to go, let's do it again. I have no problem doing that. Well, he has a full-on don't tell comedy special on YouTube. Oh yeah, yeah. That's what I, he's wearing, like a blue hoodie and like glasses. Okay. That he's he's posted clips from that special before, and they fucking kill me. I want to see him live. What's it bad. called? Is uh, I just know that it, his name is Kerry Shabazz, and it's just called Don't Tell Comedy. Like that's okay. what the channel's called. I don't think it has a name. I think it's just his name because it's not long. It's kind of palsy. <laughs> just like I'm not gonna name my fuck especially. Go fuck yourself. Well, it's it's a it was it was one of a couple. I I don't think it was the Ringer special. I think it was a, one after. Now that. the Ringer thing was only maybe like a 10, 15 minute set. Okay, this was this was like I think he's he's got like a twenty something. I think. Yeah, if he's fucking good. But yeah, if he's got like a new special, I'll definitely go fucking watch that shit. Yeah, and music wise. Uh. I have a seven inch. It's really. It's, <laughs> I it's, heard it's bigger than that, baby boy. <laughs> but boy, it's really easy to get through because it's only like eight minutes long. You're doing it to me again, dude. What? Giving me people something with like short, like you did with uh McDade. All right, fucking lay it on me. Let me. Just, I'll just quit pooping well, it's, before it's I a, hear it. It's a perfect seven inch. No, okay. no remorse, no tolerance. By no tolerance. Again, I own it. <laughs> Well, I didn't know that until right now. This moment, son of a bitch. But you know what? I haven't listened to it in many. You know what? In minutes. that in that case, then I'll do you one better. Okay. Listen, listen to their newer LP. Okay, and it is called. Let me find it, or you can text it to me later. I could do that. It is called uh, uh, "You Walk Alone." Oh, from uh, 2015. Oh, although it's an LP, just listen to it. Right. And then you uh, you can report. Why wouldn't on I? I'm just saying it like I wouldn't listen to an LP. <laughs> Short attention span, like me. <sighs> Silly well, guy. then again, the the Warren record is an LP, and you listen to that a couple times. So there you go. There I you mean, go, me. I give everything a fucking chance. I'm not gonna be a fucking asshole and be yeah. like, hey, you thought you thought enough of the record. To say I want to recommend. I think there's no bigger fucking insult than when you're talking to somebody. Like you're friends with, right? And like, especially someone that like you've previously musically clicked with, or like you've clicked with them on like your taste in movies, comedy, books, or whatever. And if, say, like you know, I, like, say I, I go to a friend of mine who we both love the same type of books, and they're like, yo, I don't have any, I don't have any books to read. I was like, yo, get this, check this book out. It's great. You'll love it. I think if they like just don't do that, I for some weird reason I get offended. Or if I think highly enough of a band or a record, like I know this person will like, yeah, and I'm like, yo, you've got to listen to this. 
This is right up if, your alley. If you trust my opinion, which like you have many times before, and then they just completely just don't listen to it at all or even give it a second thought, I get fucking mad about that shit. I don't know why. And I also just like, and I also get almost equally as just, this is, it makes no sense. I'm fuck, I'm a crazy person. That when someone will find a band that they know I would like and enjoy and they don't tell me about it. Hmm. And then I go and find out about it on my own. I'm like, yo, I just heard this band. I'm like, oh yeah, I've known about that band for five years. I'm like, why the fuck didn't you tell me about it? You know? It's like, yo, Dennis, I found this place, you know, that mixes all different kinds of ice cream flavors together. And you look at me as a big fat fuck and you're just like, oh yeah, I've known about that place for years. Like, why the fuck wouldn't you tell me about that? <laughs> you know, if I found like some store that, you know, sold underwear just for big dick dudes and I was like, yo, Tom, there's this fucking big <laughs> dick dude underwear store down the street. Like, yeah, like it's, it's kind of like you have a duty to do that. <laughs> duty. It, if somebody like agrees with you, I'm like, if you're like, hundred percent on length with them when it comes to music, books, movies, or what have you, and you like go think like, man, I really got to tell person X about this album or this film, and then you go and you're like, dude, you really, really got to check this out, and you hammer it home that you know this is a great thing and you'll love it, and there's like, whatever, and just kind of yeah, I get, I get fucking annoyed. Yeah. I, I hate when people don't take a good suggestion seriously. So when someone like thinks enough of a record or a special or a movie and says it to me, Aww. I hi Elliot. I I even if I it's something I think in my head that I won't like, I'm like you know what though, my friend thinks enough of this fucking record to tell me about it. I'm gonna be respectful and give it an honest listen. Well, then also, if it does stink, you have the ammunition to be like, this stinks and here's why. Oh, if it stinks, I will tell you it stinks. No but, kidding. But luckily, you've, you've, been, you've done well so far. Good. Well, you're half and half on that Mooner record. Yeah. Oh, I did get someone else, a friend of mine, he was like, yo, that Mooner record your boy was talking about on the pod is really fucking good. And oh, I was like, look at that. And I was like, yep. And I told him the same thing. I was like, yeah, half of it's cool and half of it I'm not really into. He's like, nah, I liked all of it. And I was like, all right, fucking mission Fine. accomplished. There you go. Mission fucking accomplished. What do I have for you? We're out here changing lives, apparently. I just like to turn on people to new music, new comedy. Yeah, people I need mean, to broaden their fucking horizons. If, if we had like five more hours, I'd, I'd tell people about books and shit, too. I'd love doing that stuff. But, you know, let's keep it concise. Comedy-wise, it's a special I think you're going to watch eventually anyway. Mm -hmm. But it's a dude, like, I fucking just, I love this dude. He's, like, one of my fucking favorites currently. And it's Phil Hanley, and his new special is called Ooh La La. Uh, the one that just came out yeah. last week? Yes. Two, week, two weeks ago, sorry. And it's on YouTube. It's, a, it's like, a 40, 45-minute oh, special. Man. And, dude, it... it if you love his clips, you're going to love it, obviously. I do love his clips. But he, he, he doesn't, he, like, a lot of, like, my comedians I like that are out now, that, like, they're, fun, they're, they're, don't get me wrong, people are funny, but they're not doing anything trailblazing or out of pocket. And Phil's not really doing anything, like, earth shattering, but he's a lot different than most of the people that are out now. Like his delivery, his material, you know, it, it it's it's a change from the usual stuff that I listen to. 
Yeah, two weeks ago he was promoting that that was about to come out on uh, We Might Be Drunk, and that's when I was like, oh, he's different because he's Canadian. Yeah, he's Canadian. <laughs> Canadian Canadians are always a little different. You can tell when he says like "sorry" <laughs> and shit like that. I don't hold it against them. For some reason, I'm the only people that doesn't hate Canadians. I don't mind them. Cause I see a lot of anger for Italians. <laughs> but yeah, Phil Hanley, ooh la la. It's on um, YouTube. YouTube. It's about 45 minutes. It's a digestible one. You don't have to put too much time into it. It's good. It's actually I love it a lot. But I also am biased because he was one of my favorites starting out before that. So someone else, you know, can go give a listen and give it like you know a fresh perspective. Records wise, you may have heard of this band. They weren't around long. They're from up Boston area. They're called New Lows. Ooh. Oh, you're, are you, you know, going to recommend me Harvest of the Carcass right now? <sighs> well, I was. Oh man, what a good fucking record. Well, I was. All right. That's a good ass record. See, I've I've also been keeping backups in case you already knew the record. Now, just for fun, I'll I'll listen to it another good two three times and report on or it. Or just listen to the song Plague Lands and just fucking headbang into oblivion. But here's another one. It's an older record. <laughs> Do you mind? Jesus Christ, dude! He's bad enough keeping him fucking focused. <laughs> now you're falling asleep on me, Ellie. You're switching my boy, dude. Anyway. <laughs> Check this band out. The band's called The Swarm from Canada, mm-hmm. and the record is called Parasitic Skies. Big time t-shirt band. Warranted, though. I see... Okay, f- fair. I see a ton of Swarm t-shirts anymore, and I don't know I anyone who's ever talked about them. I'm also one of those people that if I see the, a, a band merch on every single person at a show, I'd be like, that, that band sucks. And not even listen to them. I'll just be like, that band sucks. Because I'll just get annoyed that everybody has the same shirt on. What, like Gulch or something? There, there was a band in the 90s um, called Vision from New Jersey. Mm-hmm. They're not bad. I've seen them. They're not the greatest thing in the world, but they're not bad. Everybody at every show between, I'd say, 1997 and 1999 had this blue Vision basketball jersey. It's like they gave them out free. With like boxes of cereal at the fucking supermarket. Yeah, I picture the gray shirt with a blue logo. And everybody had it. And I was just like, I'm never going to listen to this because everybody in the world is like fucking forced. I feel like they're forcing it on me with their shirt choices. And I never listened to that band. But luckily, they're not that great anyway. So I wasn't really missing anything. Yeah, they, they weren't my thing. I, saw, swarm, I think I seen them twice. The Swarm is fucking fantastic. It's uh, member, ex-members of, uh, I don't know if you're ever familiar with Left 4 Dead. Mm-hmm. And uh, they went on to a couple other great bands. What the fuck was that singer's band after that? I covered a Left 4 Dead song before. Yeah, so this is Left 4 Dead, but with way more metal. Okay. And it's just, it's one of the fucking, it's one of the few records where there's no stinkers. Like, even bands I love have records, at least with one song or two songs, you're like, you could have left that the fuck on the cutting room floor. Whole record's fucking great, dude. And it's just all across the boards. Like, any fan of, like, heavy punk or hardcore would fucking love it. And it's, yeah, The Swarm, Parasitic Parasitic Skies. Skies. Yeah. Okay. So that was my backup, in case you had already heard something I brought to the table. But people should still listen to New Lowe's Harvest the Carcass. It's a banger record, too. It is fucking, has one of the most ridiculous drum sounds. Yeah. It sounds like artillery fire. It's so cool. And it, you ever seen them? Yeah, uh, no. I, I never got a chance to see them. 
I've seen them only once, though. I don't think they were really around long enough. Mm-mm. They barely played around here. Which which bums me out when bands that good just you, you don't get to they don't get to show the world the, what they're fucking doing. A lot of those those like the Boston bands of that scene didn't play a lot either. Like Mind Eraser. Mind Eraser was great. I fucking love Mind but Eraser. I think everybody in that band was also in other bands, other bands that were doing a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. And it sucks because you're like, I remember one of the dudes in Mind Eraser was in Righteous Chance, which was a band I I think stinks. I think they're really bad. And then I was just get angry. I was like, man, we could be getting like more Mind Eraser shows, but fucking Righteous Jams is touring or playing this. I'm like, why couldn't we get more fucking Mind Eraser gigs and shit like that? And yeah. That kind of shit bums me out too. Well, you can you can spit in the air in Boston and it'll land on a good DFJ band, so that makes sense. It's true. Well, anyway, yeah, parasitic skies it is. Yeah. Um. Like, thanks for. Everybody thanks for listening. listening. Rate it, thumbs up it, comment on it, talk about how Tom's a fucking weirdo who likes boring fruit. How my tits are huge. And how the only entertaining part of this podcast is the dog breathing in the background. <laughs> uh, next week, we're going to have a guest. Special guest. Special as Special in, in, is the operative special word. Special in, he's a spectrum hugger. <laughs> um, uh, hit that fucking outro music. <laughs>